Carolina, can you tell us about your uh, circadian research? Yeah. What we were looking at is if there is a physiological response to postural stress and if there is a difference between healthy controls and people with OSA across the 24-hour circadian cycle. On this episode of What's Work Got to Do With It, we will be highlighting the summer intern program offered here at the Institute. Each summer, undergraduate interns work with faculty mentors in basic and applied research over a three-month paid summer internship designed to introduce them to biomedical and occupational health research. We spoke to some of our 2019 summer interns to share their experience working alongside institute researchers and how this experience will inform their future careers in research, public health, and healthcare. Thank you so much, Rachel, for joining us today on our special intern podcast episode. Can you just tell our podcast listeners a little bit about yourself and what school you go to and what are you currently majoring in? Yeah, of course. Um, I'm going to be a senior at Oregon State University in the fall. I plan on graduating in March, so a little bit early. And then I'm currently majoring in kinesiology with a focus in pre-professional occupational therapy. So I'm hoping after I graduate in March to be attending a grad school for occupational therapy, probably pursuing a doctorate. I'm in the process of applying right now, so exciting, kind of scary, but um, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. It sounds like you have a really great path of kind of where you're leading and kinesiology is a great foundation for that. What drew you into working with Brad Whitley's lab? Yeah, of course. So like Helen said, I'm an intern for Brad's lab, the active workplace study for this summer. And that lab, its main focus is looking at sedentary behavior in office workers, particularly in call centers. So we have a bunch of different contacts in different kind of utility companies in the Pacific Northwest area. What I'm particularly doing is a dissemination project off of their larger study. I'm looking at kind of a more supervisor model, looking at if we do kind of more like a trickle-down approach to our normal study, if it still has the same effect. And with that sedentary behavior, we're looking at if we implement pedal stands, if that will kind of change the behaviors and make workers any more active every day and if it can change their habits in any way possible. Like I said earlier, I'm a kinesiology major, so that kind of led to why this was interesting to me. A lot of my classes I've taken talk about sedentary behavior and talk about why maybe it's not the best and all of that. I've done a bunch of stuff with like energy expenditure. So finding a research project that was looking at stuff that I had already kind of heard of was really interesting and I think it's really needed and it's definitely very applicable. And it kind of goes towards more even what I'm looking at doing in the future. I want to be an occupational therapist. And I think that kind of preventive approach that Brad and Sarah are looking at in office workers is really great. So. Yeah, definitely a lot of translatable skill sets. I mean, even though you're working with a different type of population, having the focus on movement um, science behind it and how that can improve our health, whether it be workers or through the general population definitely, is very important. Yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. What have you enjoyed the most about your summer internship? And also, what kind of advice can you give to future interns? Um, there's two things that I thought of. I've been here for about a month and a half, so I'm about halfway through my internship, so I've still got a whole bunch to do and to learn. Um, but I think one of the things I like the most is being able to go out in the field and work one-on-one with these participants and with these companies. And I've done some research in the past, and it's definitely a lot more hands-off. So being able to see and be face-to-face with all the participants is like really nice and I really like that. Another thing that I really like and that I've kind of gained over the course of this internship is just kind of like a lot of knowledge and I'm sure there's a whole lot for me to know but I've learned a lot about how research works, how grants and how funding is gotten and that kind of thing because that's not something I really had a grasp on before so I'm definitely getting more acquainted with that. As for kind of future advice for other interns that are going to come along, don't be afraid to apply. I definitely was kind of 
I don't know, nudge into being like, oh, like, you should look at this. Like, this maybe it would be, like, a good thing for you. Um, and I didn't think I had the experience or any kind of background in research. So I was like, oh, maybe not. But I went for it, and it definitely worked out in my favor. So, yeah, don't be afraid to apply, even if you don't have, like, direct research experience. When you do get here, um, don't be afraid to ask questions because everyone around has a lot of knowledge, and they definitely want to share it. You just have to ask them about it. And that goes within the lab that you're working in, and then anyone just without in the field or within the institute everyone's very welcoming and they want to answer your questions so well that's that's wonderful thank you so much for uh, sharing your experience and just kind of enlightening us with some more information about the work that you're doing with brad Whitley's team as well as what you've enjoyed so far about your internship yeah, thank, thank you so you much for, for your time me. yeah <laughs> Thank you so much, Jake, for joining us on our podcast today. We really appreciate it. Um, so I just wanted to begin by telling our audience a little bit about yourself and you know what school you currently go to and what your major is. So I attend the University of Portland. Um, I'll be a senior this coming year, so we're finally in the home stretch. And I am a pre-med biology major with a neuroscience and chemistry minor right now. Great. In terms of your internship here, what drew you to coming to the Oregon Institute of Occupational Health Sciences and also the type of research that you're currently doing? So initially, I actually read a book called Why We Sleep by a guy named Matthew Walker. It was super interesting. Um, I encourage anyone to check it out <laughs> that wants to learn more about sleep. But I got really fascinated in sleep science and sleep medicine from reading that. And I figured, well, if I want to combine my interests in kind of the medical and healthcare field along with that sort of kind of burgeoning interest, I figured I could combine both of those. And when I found that through the occupational health sciences, they do a lot of sleep research and circadian research, that that was a good opportunity to like mesh both of those interests. So I applied. Um, I just put in the application, sleep, sleep research. And then um, Dr. Thosar Sarab is the one that got back to me and everything kind of proceeded from there. So then I got a kind of introduction into all the different research activities and um, the specific like cardiovascular focused uh, sleep medicine stuff that he does, which has been pretty interesting. Is there a current project that you're currently working on? Yeah. So generally we are looking at the uh, differences between normal individuals and individuals with sleep apnea in terms of when they have adverse cardiovascular events. So for normal people, it's around 9 a.m. in the morning is when you're most likely to have a heart attack or a stroke. But for people with obstructive sleep apnea, it's around 3 a.m. in the morning. So we're not exactly sure why that shift is occurring. Our hypothesis right now is that we think maybe their circadian rhythms are shifted in a way that things that happen in normal people around 9 a.m. actually are happening around 3 a.m. in people with sleep apnea. So Currently, what I do is I look at brachial ultrasounds. We take an ultrasound of the brachial artery, and then we see how much it'll actually dilate after you occlude the artery, um, and that's a marker of cardiovascular health. So I look at that, and we're trying to piece it all together and get all the data sorted to um, hopefully figure that out. Great. Thanks, for Virginia. Yeah, that definitely is important research, you know, figure out the timing of cardiovascular events and how that can affect our health. What have you enjoyed most about your summer internship? And if there's any advice that you can give our future interns um, in 2020 and beyond, um, um, you know, just a little bit of something that you've learned that um, you can help them take away. I would say in general, um, going into this, I, I definitely had an idea of what research was. And I thought that like the idea of science was cool, but I really wanted to actually know what went into it. I think it's one thing to be um, interested in the idea of research and the idea of science as opposed to the actual day-to-day nitty-gritty of science and the way research is conducted. So for me, and this is pretty broad, I think being able to get in the trenches and experience a data analysis on a day-to-day basis 
I know like my eyes are really bloodshot right now because I've been staring at a screen for a while doing a lot of data <laughs> analysis um, and that sort of thing. And getting able to see exactly how much goes into the production of a scientific paper and all the different working parts, that has been probably the most important for me because I finally get to see if I were to choose this as a career, like this is what it's going to be like um, to an extent. So in terms of illuminating that for me, that's been really cool. But uh, for future people, I would say probably just to be a sponge and like absorb as much as you can. There's a lot going on, and sometimes it can be hard to get the bigger picture of what everyone's working on because there's 12, 13 people in a lab that are all doing separate things, and eventually you want it to all come together. But I think it's important to kind of step back and be able to see this is what I'm doing and this is how it contributes to um, the bigger picture so you don't sort of lose yourself in the day-to-day, like if you're doing Excel spreadsheets, which can't, it like isn't the most exciting thing all the time, but it's important. And being able to see how that translates, I think, mm-hmm. is, is pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's important with any internship mm-hmm. is focusing on how this will translate into the bigger picture of, mm-hmm. of research. Definitely. And um, thank you so much for sharing mm-hmm. that because yeah. I think it's important for not only us as people who already work within, but just to see the perception of what an intern goes through, mm-hmm. um, I think is really important and how we can improve and make that better for the future. Definitely. So. Well, thank you so much, Jake, for For chatting with us today um, and sharing your uh, experience and time. And I hope the second half Mm -hmm. of your internship goes really well. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Martina, for joining us today. So yeah, we just wanted to begin by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and what school you currently go to and what your major is. Hi, I'm a rising junior at Western Oregon University, and it's actually located in this little town called Monmouth. It's very, very small, but it's about 20 minutes outside of Salem, and I'm majoring in biology with a pre-professional emphasis, and I'm minoring in chemistry. Great. What drew you into wanting to intern here at the Institute um, and also the research that you're currently working on? I wanted to explore research just because I wanted to see if it was something I might be interested in going into in the future, and I'm interning with the Institute of Occupational Health Science in their circadian lab, and my mentor is Dr. Nicole Bowles, and her and her research associate, Shelby, they've just both been really helpful as to guiding me just to get as much out of this internship as possible, and I really appreciate that. And the research project I'm currently helping out on is about the effect of shift work on firefighters, and it's a qualitative research study. So we've been conducting focus group interviews with firefighters and their families to study the current strategies and coping mechanisms of what they use to kind of manage occupational burdens and family obligations with the co-occurrence of sleep deprivation caused by their shift that they currently have, which is a 24 hours on, 48 hours off shift schedule. And so they practically work a full day and they get two full days off in between. I just think it's really important to shed light on this subject because it's fairly difficult to find literature right now on firefighters. Um, There's been a lot of research on the effects for different health professions and transportation professionals, but not so much on firefighters. They need to be represented as well, obviously, in research, and I think it's important that they know the risks that come with sleep deprivation caused by that, besides the everyday risks such as like loss of concentration or feeling tired all the time or mood changes because they're so tired, but also chronic diseases like cardiovascular disease and Mm -hmm. cancer and obesity that 
people who are experiencing sleep deprivation are at a higher risk for. From this kind of study that we're doing, we're going to be able to better understand what these guys are going through and kind of see if they're enjoying their current schedule or if they'd like to change it to the possible 4896 schedule that they've been talking about. So two full days on, which seems like Mm -hmm. a really, really long time, but then they get more time to recover in between as well. So they get four full days off or there's also a 1323 schedule that they were looking into. We just want to know how we can better support the people who are supporting us in this whole city every day. So yeah, I mean, sounds like a lot of important work and figuring out that is, I mean, especially those frontline workers Mm -hmm. kind of putting themselves in those kind of more dangerous environments um, for the good of the people. And it's good to better understand physiological aspects of that as well, because it really translates to our overall health that trickles from the workplace to home. So important work that you're doing. Thank you so much for sharing. (laughs) And so I just wanted to kind of end with what you've enjoyed most about your summer internship and also the kind of advice that you would give to people or students Mm -hmm. interested in um, uh, applying next year uh, Mm -hmm. for our summer internship program. Okay. um, I've just really enjoyed, I mean, it's so hard to choose one thing because there's so many things. Um, But I'm super grateful to have even like had the opportunity to work here for a summer. And I think my favorite thing would just be the sense of community that you feel at the Institute of Occupational Health Science, but also just at OHSU as a whole. Um, They really take care of you and they care about you as a person. And there's just so much to learn here everywhere you go. (laughs) And so, I mean, not just in the lab, like even if you're like walking around the campus, you're just, you're seeing, and I feel like you're taking in everything. And so um, there are like different journal clubs where you can just sit in and kind of learn and expand. And there are different opportunities for networking like all the time. And the faculty has also made multiple events specifically just for interns to kind of talk with each other, like get to know each other. And we have lunch and we like learn something and we just interact. And there are also like the grand rounds that they encourage you to attend also at the hospital where like the most seasoned, like smart people ever talk about the things that they're really passionate about. And then there's like the farmer's market and just like little fun things like that, that it's like, it's not just like your everyday like internship where you're kind of just, I mean, sitting, not all of them, but like maybe sitting in an office, you're really kind of like encouraged to go out and really just take advantage of every opportunity that there is there for you. And so I think if I had to choose um, a piece of advice for future interns, it would just be to not be afraid to just step out of the lab also from doing work and just kind of take advantage of everything that they're trying to give you as well. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. I mean, it's a lot of great... Um, advice that you're giving and also your experience. And it's definitely an immersive experience, you know, Mm -hmm. besides all the events that are hosted specifically for the interns and the Mm -hmm. mentorship that staff and faculty and all the labs give to the summer interns and also highlighting everybody at the poster session, uh, you know, near the end of their internship um, Mm -hmm. is is a really great um, kind of full 
full scope of like the type of work that you're doing and being able to apply it into the real world later on. Mm -hmm. Um, So thank you so much. At this time, I wanted to thank Martina, Jake, and Rachel for taking time to chat with us about their experience as a summer intern. We enjoyed learning about each of your research areas within the Institute. Um, And for those who are wanting to learn more about our summer internship program, we do have a summer internship page at our OcHealthSci website. Um, And applications open each year. So I encourage you and everybody else to look into it if you're interested and send us an email if you have any other questions.